This episode of Bend the Knee is brought to you by Lady Rena. Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Uh, Today we are into chapter 26, uh, John of A Game of Thrones. And in a world of ice and fire, uh, we are discussing Jaehaerys Targaryen, second of his name, King of the Andals, the Rhoynar, and the First Men, Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, and Protector of the Realm. Yeah, quite a mouthful. Yeah quite, a, yeah, quite a mouthful. We had to add in the Roynar. Uh, I think it was... Uh, yeah, was I, that think, Sir Gibbs? I think I think his uh, I think his title is longer than his chapter. It is. It, <laughs> it really might, is. It might be. Um, but, you know, I actually... I, I think when I first looked up putting in, you know, King of the Andals, King of the uh, mm-hmm. First Men, all that kind of stuff, you got to watch about putting the Roynar in there. Uh, depends on when the Dornish were sort of, you know... Um, I guess technically when they had bent the knee. Yeah. So I don't. I can't remember where I must have looked up a different king or something, and you know, thrown in uh, the title without the Roynar at some point. So yeah. thank you to I think it was Sir Gibbs, wasn't it, who corrected me on that? Pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So appreciate that. Um, good stuff going on in the Facebook group. So uh, we get corrections sometimes on episodes there. We mm-hmm. get uh, new uh, intel on the, um, the HBO show. Maybe possibly. What Gurr's doing, his movements, mm-hmm. we're tracking Threats things. to the realm. Threats to the realm. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Lots of stuff uh, there, so... Yeah, yeah real was, exciting. Was it some, uh, Alexander Zoidberg who posted the... Uh, yeah. Order the Green Hand, uh, bend the knee sigil there, and he was like, house words, shots have been fired. <laughs> Dude, and I, I did. And I, 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 got, I, got a good, I got a good laugh from that, and then I, I believe I, I posted, and I said... I will go uh, Blood Raven on anyone who decides to use that. See Amy's Blackfire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know. I was, that like, so fun. I was like, did they just show up in our group? Like, <laughs> what just happened? You know? Yeah. It was like a, it was almost like a graffiti thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's our thing. And then they somebody had graffitied the green hand over it. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but um, all right. Um, uh, we always mention at the top of the show, you can send us a raven at btkcast at gmo.com. Uh, every Friday we do follow-up Friday. Uh, it's a lot of fun. can go anywhere. So uh, definitely get your raven in before this upcoming Friday. Uh, we have a few, but we've been uh, honoring those who send us, who have been listening and um, send us their first raven or a new raven. Yeah. Because you know, we think... Uh, that's important to kind of get you know some of those new voices you know in on the show. So we still have our our classics, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Old gods and the new. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and head on over to a uh, small council. Just kind of some updates on life and uh, then some show news. So, uh, Sir Ezra, how's yeah. it, how's it going? Updates on life. Somebody asked me. It was Maddie V on Instagram who hit us up quite a few times. He said, "Is one of you guys a teacher?" Oh, yeah. Because you yeah. mentioned you were going back to school. Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, you know what? I actually. So I, you're I, more of a maester. I am. Yeah. yeah I'm all. Yeah. But I uh, recently have decided that it's time for me to pick up a sword. Yeah. So I just wanted to. Uh, Sir Matt threw that out in the, in the group. Rhaegar and his time of studying mm-hmm. was over. Um, I know I'm back to school, but I think it's time for me to. Uh, Hit the weights. Yeah. So I'm getting. I've got. I've got a lot going on in life. Kind of stressed. Kind of been. 
you know, moving around uh, mm-hmm. longer drives and stuff. And I think it's time for me to pick up a sword. Yeah. So look for more updates on my Instagram uh, <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. So, and but, uh, uh, yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm getting everything packed for my uh, journey on the King's Road. Yeah. Heading to the Westerlands, I, yeah. I believe. Or uh, so. Yeah. Getting that going. It was, it's, real, it's funny because, you know, as we'll, we'll get into our, our uh, maester study here when we talk about World of Ice and Fire, but I, I think I, we, I, we just looked at it and it's going the last show that Sir Ezra and I will record, um, like in the sitting in the same room, is going to be Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. So it is kind of this like Robert Baratheon yeah, and like yeah. Ned Stark going their like separate ways. So it's just funny. Oh, man. Yeah. It's but I think be... I'm more Robert Baratheon and you're nor- more Ned Stark. So yeah. Yeah. you've always been a, a big more Baratheon. Baratheon. I am yeah. a Baratheon fan. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Um, you know, actually, on the note of the, this is a reminder. So if I forget to post this in the group, please let me know. Send us mm-hmm. a message. But uh, someone sent me a back to school like. Uh, Lord of the Rings meme thing, mm-hmm. and so it's sometimes it's somewhat uh, like like relevant. I would like to make one that's for like using the Game yeah. of Thrones stuff because it's like you know it was it was um, Monday and it just shows you a quick you know quote mm-hmm. or whatever. And Tuesday it's like Sam saying by rights we shouldn't even be here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. and Wednesday death, death and destruction, you know. Yeah. So it's just I, I would love to do one of those for Ben. Maybe there is something out there for Game of Thrones that I haven't seen, but uh, yeah, I- anyone who's starting a new project or. You know what have you? It's just kind of fun. It was, yeah. it was funny. I'll share that in our in our group so you guys can have a good laugh, and then uh, maybe somebody can get creative enough to make one for us. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, all righty. Um, all right. Well, uh, some show news. I was reading on. Actually, this was on Fox News. Uh, I was reading some other things that are going on in in the world. Just uh, right. Jesus, weekend's just been crazy. Yeah. In terms of yeah. Uh, real life, real life news. So. Um, just but I was re- I was reading I was reading some news and I read all the different news as I just happened to be on this one at the, uh, that current time because I just typed in Game of Thrones and it's always the first thing that came up. So uh, a report that the season eight might premiere a little later than uh, really we were expecting. Really? Because you know, remember remember last time uh, when season seven came out, you have to you have to have so many of your episodes come out before a certain date to be qualified for like the following year's Emmys. Yeah. And they're saying that might be the case with this season. So, so, they, th- so they want that. Yeah. They, he, they. So they're, so they're, they're saying that they might miss if it, air, so if it airs next year, it, we might, it might not appear on the Emmys until like 2020 or whatever. So okay. gotcha. Yeah. So they, they, it looks like they're saying it may not, they may, we may not air before May. Okay. Yeah. So well. which is fine. I mean, season seven aired like late. It was like August. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so, wow, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's gonna be a crazy time for us. Yeah, so, oh goodness. All right. Um, Well, that's 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 neat. If you guys uh, again, if there's any news that you've come across or just random things, I love when people find uh, actors like Instagrams or Twitters and they like see them in different places or you know see them with someone and they wonder are they back or did this happen? You know, Um, are they done? How how like with they're done with filming. They're filming. They're totally done with filming. Yeah. but still, you know, people kind of like, you know, saying stuff on Absolutely. Twitter, you know, there's always. Yeah, every, it seems like they've entered at some point. I've from everything I've read is that pretty much everyone has been asked at some point about like the ending or whatever. And they've all say the same thing. Like, it's crazy. OK, like it's pretty much all is, is all everyone is is saying. Great. OK, good. That's what we want. All right, um, so I think that's it for a small council. Let's head over to uh, the Maester's study here mm-hmm. and, uh, and and dive into uh, Jaharis the second. 
and um, uh, yeah, his yeah. and again, uh, he, he this is another one of these chapters that's quite short. Well, he's also only king for about three years, so yeah. Uh, the tragedy of Summerhall brought Jaehaerys the second of his name to the Iron Throne in 259 AC. Scarcely had he dorned the crown than the Seven Kingdoms found themselves plunged into war, for the Nine Penny Kings had taken and sacked the free city of Tyrosh and seized the stepstones from where they stood poised to attack Westeros. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, then it goes on to list um, all the different people who are these Nine Penny Kings. Um, you have the Old Mother, who was a pirate queen, Samario Sand, the last Valyrian, the uh, Xobar Koqua, the yeah. Ebon Prince uh, from the Summer Isles, Lyman Lachere, the Lord of Battles, Spotted Tom the Butcher, Sir Derek Fossaway, the Bad Apple. There it is. Uh, an exile from Westeros, a knight with a black reputation, um, Nine Eyes Captain of the Jolly Fellows, uh, Alqueo Adaris, the Silver Tongue, a Tyroshi merchant. Uh, Prince, who is wealthy and a- ambitious, and of course, Maylees Blackfire, the monstrous captain of the Golden Company, named for his grotors- uh, grotesquely huge torso and arms, fearsome strength, and savage nature. A second head grew from his neck. Yeah. Real weird. No bigger than a fist. He won command of the Golden Company by fighting his cousin, Damon Blackfire, who would have been, who could have been like Damon the fourth or fifth. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, for it, killing his cousin's Destra with a single punch and then twisting Damon's head until it was torn from his shoulders. Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. Uh, actually, real is the, he's monstrous. Kind of like he sounds like um, the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And he has like this. If you've seen uh, art of him out there, he has this like second weird head, mm-hmm. you know, off coming out of his neck or like off his shoulder. Right. It's weird. Yeah. Um, so. So there's that. Uh, yeah, so those, that's the Nine Penny Kings. Um, you know, we actually, we referenced them last week, and, and again, now it seems like Jaehaerys is actually going to mm-hmm. have to eventually, eventually yeah, go, do something. He tries go, not to. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, he wants to. Uh, King Jaehaerys had uh, intended to lead the attack upon the Nine Penny Kings himself, but his hand, Lord Ormond Baratheon, persuaded him that would be unwise. Uh, Jaehaerys isn't necessarily a warrior. He's a little more of a bookish guy. He was not skilled in arms or... Uh, could not was unused to the rigors of a campaign. The hand pointed out it would be folly to risk losing him in battle soon after the tragedy of Summerhall. So he stays in King's Landing and le- with the queen and lets his uh, <clears throat> lets his army go go handle it. Um, let me see here. Then, then we go through this. Then it goes through this account of the war from Maester Eon. It's like the, the, the maesters in this book, like oh, it's such a well written. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, that's the thing. You have to remember that this book is read from a maester's perspective. Um, it said, Lord Ormond Baratheon, the Westerosi commander, was among the first to perish. Cut down by the hand of Meles the Monstrous, he died in the arms of his son and heir, Stefan Baratheon, who is, correct if I'm wrong here, isn't he? Yeah, he is Robert's um, dad. Robert's father. Robert yep. and Stannis' dad. Right. Um, and he dies in a storm, doesn't he? Um, don't they, yeah, don't they so. watch him die in a storm off Storm's End? I think so. Like yeah. a shipwrecks, I believe yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, and yeah, mm-hmm. Pat yeah. Face survives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so um, it says, so command of the Targaryen host passed to the new young Lord Commander of the Kingsguard, Sir Gerald Hightower, mm-hmm. the White Bull. Yep. Hightower and his men were hard-pressed for a time, but as the war hung in the balance, a young knight named Sir Barristan Selmy slew Maelies in single combat, winning undying renown and deciding the issue in a stroke for the remainder of the Ninepenny Kings had little to no interest in Westeros and Sufeld. Soon fell back to their own domain. Maelie's the Monstrous was the fifth and last of the Blackfire Pretenders. With his death, the curse that Aegon the Unworthy had inflicted on the Seven Kingdoms by giving his sword to his bastard son was finally ended. And I'm going to put all of that in air quotes. Yeah. yeah. Finally, finally ended. ended. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and then it just goes on to talk about uh, what really happens with Jaehaerys the Second, And it's about a paragraph and not... A lot. He just goes back. There's peace, and he dies. Yeah, exactly. Um, though never strong, he was. He, he proved to be a capable. He restores order. You know, not not much goes on really. Um, says says he, that uh, he just got ill and and died from a short uh, from a short uh, sickness. Yeah, illness. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing that I thought was really interesting about this, and I'm going to go back here. So the tragedy of Summer Hall brought Jaehaerys, as we said last mm-hmm. week, um, and then it says. Uh, now the moment was at hand, and King Aegon V was gone. Yeah, it doesn't say he was dead. Doesn't say he was dead. No, nope. he's gone. Um, as was the Prince of Dragonflies, uh, Prince Darren, that splendid knight had died years before, leaving only, only Jaehaerys. So remember, his first son now, um, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going backwards here. I'm sorry, Jaehaerys. Jerry's the second who we're talking about right now has two brothers. He has yes. um, Duncan, uh, who gave up his claim to the throne right. for Virginia of Oldstones. And then, so he gets it. And then his younger brother, Darren, um, actually died before the tragedy of Summerhall. Yeah. And no one, it never says that, that uh, Duncan died at, at Summerhall. It never says that, I mean. Well, that's Dun- the Prince Duncan. Prince Duncan. Prince yeah. Duncan or Sir Duncan the Tall. Or Sir Duncan the Tall. Or Aegon the Fifth. Uh, Aegon the Fifth. Never says that he died. Matter of fact, it's very, it's, it's like, or very the ghost much, of High Heart. Yeah, exactly. And she was probably there. She was probably there, and she's yeah. still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Well, she's, Although she's, she's gorged, she gorged on grief. Now, some, some people might have died there. So, like, for yeah. example, she seems to, to, she seems to imply that Jenny Goldstones, right. Yeah. Nor did Ares. Right. Um, exactly. So we have some survivors yeah. of it, right? Who Is it possible that Ares, one, caused the su- tragedy at Summer Hall, and two, killed Jaehaerys II? I just thought of the, I just, it says he gets sick, re- sick really quick. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just wouldn't put it past him. I don't know. Could have. We there. We don't. We don't have any of this Mad King kind of history, and so it wouldn't be the first time though that that a son, right, or a grandson, or a grandson had right. done something like that to either his, um, yeah, because because if that was he would have done it to his grandfather and then his father to try yeah. to get the throne. Yeah, interesting. I don't know because you might have been able to pick out like if. It, it, Somebody lives so long that, like, I'm, you know, granddad's right. going to live forever. And then by that time, then it'll be. Well, yeah, because it then... says right here when Jaehaerys the second dies, he was only 36. So he, even he was kind of young. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, Is it 36? 30, he was 37 years of age at his passing. Wow. So. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I think it's neat. Just never forget that Summer Hall, you know, it, it happened, but we don't really know mm-hmm. what happened or who died. Yeah. So. But. So. A while back. Sir Ezra and I had uh, done on a follow-up Friday episode, we had done our kind of top 10 people. Yeah. And this right here, so we have, we already have, I mean, just Sir Duncan the Tall was beaten by Barristan Selmy at attorney. 
Yeah. And I now, Severus is telling me he kills Maylee's uh, Blackfire. Yeah. Yeah, the monstrous, who yeah. sounds like a boss. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, never forget when I totally believe Sir Barristan when he said when he's when Joffrey sends him away that he would have killed everyone in that Absolutely. room. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like try it. I mean, none of them would. You know, yeah. they knew they didn't want to. Be well, Artisan Whitebeard, you know, who he's pretending to be. Yeah, like even Jorah Mormont's like, trust me, he's no just old man. He doesn't know who he is yet. Right. Yeah. Because he he like you know he's just using a staff and he's like wrecking yeah. people. Wreck, like yeah. yeah. So there's something going on there. Yeah. So yeah, and we do know that he kills. Barris is telling me he kills two two guards when he's leaving King's Landing. They try to stop oh, him yeah. and he kills yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's something else. I mean, yeah, like like what's neat is once you see them in battle, that's where I think you can really you know, yeah, tourneys are fun. But like Dunk is not good with a lance. No. I mean, clearly not. Yeah, and it, it, it just I don't believe it says that he beat him in a, no, it doesn't. a tilt or it beat him in or he it beat him say. in a melee. It just if he beat him in a in a melee, that's that's pretty that's pretty that's a total different story. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the tilts are, are normally more watched, but sometimes they actually do specify whether it was, you know, right, uh, melee, hand-to-hand yeah. combat or something, you know. So, yeah, so. Uh, anyways, okay, so that's... And the artwork, the artwork from the World of Ice and Fire book, I, it, all you have to do is just type Embarrassed and Sell Me, Melee's Blackfire, that shot of them just, like, riding towards each other. Melee's Blackfire has a, um, um, it's not a Morningstar, it's a flail, isn't it? Yeah. Um, have you ever, you just said the artwork, take a close look at this. Sir Matt, is there someone being born at the tragedy of Summerhall right well, down there? Is there a birth happening taking place? Uh, Rhaegar. Okay. Yeah, isn't that where? Isn't is that, that what that means? I believe so. So he was born during the. Well, I thought. Well, I don't know. I thought it was for his name. I thought it was because yeah, they're coming question. there to celebrate. Well, I haven't. I haven't noticed that in that picture. I mean, who is that that's having that's birthing a child while Summerhall yeah. is on? Also, doesn't this fire? look like a person up here, like a like a girl, kind of overlooking in this dark cloud up here? Yes, it does. What the heck? I'm and sorry, looks, guys. Doesn't that look like it could be a dragon? A dragon? A Absolutely, dragon. it's a dragon. Wow. Okay. Oh, we, <laughs> you know, because okay. I I have the I have the ebook of it, and I'll show you how small the picture is. So I haven't yeah. seen it blown up. Right. Real, real big. Like, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, there are multiple people kind of on the. Um, there are people still running out. Actually, you can see in the very back. Um, but someone is born, and it that, looks like this woman just had literally just given uh, birth. And there's a maester there. I um, thought that Rhaegar, because nope, now we gotta. We'll go, we'll just go back. If we flip back one page here, I thought that that was the whole thing. It says, I thought that's why they were there. Um, in two ninety in two ninety five AC, the king summoned many of those closest to him to Summerhall, his favorite castle. There the to celebrate impending the impending birth. birth. Okay, so, so that is, is probably Rhaegar being born. So he yeah. is born there. Okay, cool. I so it's already burning already... down while he's being born. That's insane. That is insane. That is insane. I thought he was bur- I thought he was already born, and they brought him there to have right. like his. So he's actually born there. That's nuts. so. Here's a question. So is is Duncan Egg flying out on that that dragon that's in the sky there? Yeah, it's just a little bit of shading that looks interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but you see one, two, three, four, five people possibly running out of there. Um, yeah, just real interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, well, all right. Sorry. We're just, gonna put. We'll just post it in the Facebook group and let you guys decide. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Take, about, take tell a us look. What you see in this in this photo. So. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's it for Jahari's, right? Yeah. And uh, so next week is going to be kind of interesting because there's next week is the last king. The yep. way this book works. Right. So the next week will be Ares the second. And then there is a follow up chapter 
which is uh, just the way this book is kind of laid out. It's called um, The Fall of the Dragons. Yep. So we'll pro- it's probably going to be split up into, I guess, kind of two. We may split it up into two parts. Okay. Um, well, we'll still cover Ares next week, though. Yeah, so Ares. So it'll be it'll be Ares kind of leading up to Robert's Rebellion. I mean, Ares we, is we a big chapter. It, Ares is a big chapter. Yeah. And then you have the Fall of the Dragon, which kind of then goes into... That's like Robert's Rebellion. And then we have Robert's Rebellion chapter. Yeah. So we may kind of push these together. Yeah, and then you have fine. the Glorious Reign, which is Robert's Reign, which is like a page. So yeah. we okay. may kind of just do these... Together, together, yeah. Over the next, yeah, because Aries what to be by itself just because there's so much happening. There's so much, and it's mostly it's it's really less of an Aries chapter and really more of a Tywin 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 Lannister chapter. Yep. So that'll be that'll be good for next week. So um, it's really long. It's it's the it's by far the longest chapter. Yeah, that we've we've covered in this book. If you haven't like really been into a World of Ice and Fire, which is totally fine. Um, now's the time to start paying attention, I think, because it, it, it pertains very much so to... Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're... We're, we're right. like, we're just before the, we're just before the book. Yeah. And really, this is... Uh, and, I'll, and, you know, we get messages about, about the world of Ice and Fire. Some people are like, hey, I just don't know that stuff. And that's fine. That's why we're... That's why we're doing that's it. That's yeah. why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, but this stuff right here, this, this next chapter, these next few chapters, I mean, all this stuff is mentioned. Yeah. It's, like, talked about. Characters in, are still in alive. The, in the show. I mean, this yep. is where... This is this is the whole setup for... It's like if it's like if there were a prequel book to Game of Thrones. Right. This would be it. Yep. So. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So. Okay. Uh, I think it's, that's it there. So let's dive over into the, into the reread this week. Yeah. So um, last week we were in Eddard 5 where Ned had... Uh, spoke with Grandmaster Pycelle about Lord John Aaron's final days. On his way back, he finds Arya training to be a water dancer. And uh, he's later visited by Littlefinger, who um, kind of tells him about his men and some of his other people's men. Yep. And asks him who he should trust and who he shouldn't. So right, right. Um, this week, we are in John chapter 4. But the last time we were with John, he was... Training and attacked by several other recruits and saved by Donald Noy, who shows him the arrow of his ways. John met up with Tyrion and later learns from the Lord Commander that Bran had awoken. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, a little time after that, and here we are in John 4. Samwell Tarly appears in the yard while John is training the other recruits when Sir Alistair Thorne orders Sam beaten after he yields. John and his friends aid the new recruit. Later, John talks with Sam. And afterwards, convinces the other recruits to go easy on him, despite Alistair Thorne's commands. Yep, absolutely. Okay, um, have no. this broken up here into uh, thirds. Yep, we have uh, the fattest boy he's ever seen. I fear I'm a coward, and remember, we know where you sleep. It is, it's a, it's, it's kind of a lengthy chapter, mm-hmm. um, but it's mostly just kind of setting up where everything's going to go. Not really a lot happens. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's really kind of one event, um, but it's just, it's just kind of lengthy in the, in the dialogue. Yeah. It's mostly mostly Sam backstory. Yeah. It's all, it's all character development. We have Mm -hmm. a new character who's actually going to be a huge deal, huge part. And so he he has a ton of POV chapters. Yeah. We spend some significant time kind of going over him. You know, someone gave us a, a review not too long ago on iTunes and talked about how we are all encompassing a little Mm -hmm. bit, which I really appreciate someone saying that i don't expect every review to be you know positive and what have you Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's errors on the show and things but um i really appreciated that because one of the things i was about to say here um was that the the show 
does a really good job. It does. This chapter is like... It really does. I, as I was reading it again, I was kind of like, oh, I'm just looking for differences. I'm trying to think of what's Not different. a lot. Not a lot and in not this. a whole lot, actually. So Yeah, and you know, I'll say in general, I think the character that the show handles probably the most true is Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's... There's there's some there's some storytelling differences later when we get into like Sam and Maester Aemon yeah. and what kind of happens at Old Town. Right. But again, we don't really know. Right, we, yeah. So like all that post stuff, we don't know. And I'm guessing it'll, they'll still handle I, it pretty I'm guessing though that what close. happens I know we're skipping kind of way ahead here just but it's kind of talking about where Sam's going to go uh, in in the show in the books and it all starts here is I actually think the him stealing the Valyrian steel sword is going to happen the same way. Yeah. Similar, similar, s- s- similar way. But he's, yeah. he's at Old Town now. It was because uh-huh. the difference was they were going to. Right. And they end up. And, uh, and they, so my guess there. is that they will be leaving. Yeah. And, and they'll stop. There. Yeah. They'll stop and then they'll, they'll head back. Yeah. Cause I think there'll be something that he learned. Like he'll need yeah. that sword for something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's, it's not like, I mean, for him, the difference between the book and the show, it's not nearly as drastic as like Arya being a cupbearer for Tywin Lannister or Roose Bolton, mm-hmm. you know, like bigger, totally bigger things. Sam's a pretty good. Yeah, pretty absolutely. Good thing, yeah, so, so. Uh, okay. So let's jump in here just at the start. Uh, basically, you know, um, when Sam appears, it's a shock. Yeah. Shock a Ruski here because yeah. What do they, what do they, what do they call him? They call him Sir Piggy. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, he's huge and <clears throat> they said he was uh, about 20 stone. Look like he weighed yeah. 20 stone. Yeah. Which, here, I, uh, yeah. I've got it. Uh, yeah. Pulled up here. So, John was showing Darren how best to deliver a side stroke when the new recruit entered the practice yard. Your feet should be apart, he urged. You don't want to lose your balance. That's good. Now pivot as you deliver the stroke. Get all the weight behind your blade. Darren broke off and lifted his visor. Seven gods, he murmured. Would you look at this, John? (laughs) John turned through the eye slit of his helm and beheld the fattest boy he'd ever seen standing in the door of the armory. By the look of him, he must have weighed 20 stone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then I had to do some math because like we're not from England and I, we've heard that that phrase right. stone. I think it's I think a stone is roughly like 15 pounds. OK. Is I think I have no idea. I think that's what we I think we had. to We looked it up once. Yeah. 20 times 15. That makes around 300 pounds. So that sounds about accurate. Yeah. I mean, I went out and I was doing research for this and I went down to my creek and pulled out about 20 stones and stacked them up in the backyard just to see what it would look like. Yeah. And, and I didn't just, really work. I don't know. I, so. I got gravel. I got gravel and yeah, I was Matt like, well, this is pea gravel. So I, I was Matt like, I could hold him in his hand. I was, I was this like, is not making any sense at all. Yeah. So. I mean, like it's, it's hard enough trying to go between like, you know, miles and kilometers yeah, and exactly. gallons and liters. And then the, there's just a weird random stone. Stones. Like I don't even know what that like. what is going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Anyways, so anyway, I'm sure Lady Jade or Sir Robert of Newcastle yeah, they'll can tell us. hook us up and tell us, you know, do the conversion for us, you know, ignorant Americans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing. He's 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 a big guy. Could he if he had the courage? Could he take on some of these other He kills White spells? Walker. He does. So I know Sam the Slayer. He's a big deal. Yeah, um, I love Sam. Sam, me I, too. And this this is a really good chapter for him, right? Yeah. You really start to like like by the end, it's uh, not to jump way ahead, but you, you feel so good. And friendship. Think of this. True friendship. Sam, this is the first time we get Brother, a. This say. is this is the first time we get a new character entered that is going to be like a POV character. That's going to be like a bigger. Kind of a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like up until now, it's always been like, King's Landing stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like this is the first like oh no, that northern 
um, angle character entered. Yeah. 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 Good, yeah. Good point. Um, okay. So they, they kind of break off their um, training session a little bit. And, uh, you know, Pip, you've got some, some cool characters here. And this yeah. is a good rehash for us. You've got Pip. You've got Grin. You've mm-hmm. got um, Halder. You've got uh, Darren. Um, what's the other guy's name? The guy that's the bad guy. Uh, Rat. What's his yeah. name? Yeah, so they're all you know just and, training under yeah, Sir Pip, Alistair. Is, is, yeah, Pip, who says he he's like, oh, I I know where he's, I can tell where he's from. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you think that was interesting? Because, I think it's cool. Yeah. Okay, because he he's he was a part of um like a, tr- uh, a mummer's troop. Mummer's troop. Yeah. yeah. And and basically, he says that he could tell just based off somebody's voice where they're from. You know, in the Seven Kingdoms. I would love you know, and we always look at take taking ravens uh, for follow up Friday. I would love if someone could maybe track down. If um, if Pip had ever used this skill later on, when they encounter someone or overheard someone speaking or what have you, I just kind of wonder if it's something that we might, or even with the wildlings, like if he if he if he hears a wildling speak and he's like, wait a second, what? Yeah, that guy sounds like he's from Dorne. Yeah, you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be interesting? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just thought, what a skill to have, and he's he's pretty darn good, and he's definitely the uh, comedian of the group, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, cool character, real yeah. scrawny though. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, good hearted yeah, guy. I think it's pretty funny here when uh, so he he's they they kind of talk about what he's wearing and he's wearing like a fur you know like a like doublet and yeah. he has like his own armor and stuff like that and uh, Alistair Thorne. Uh, now they send us now they send us pigs to to man the wall. Is fur and velvet your notion of armor, my lord of ham? Mm-hmm. I just I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, and it's not black or anything. And so he says none of his black. Alistair Thorne tells him to go to the armory and it says he spent half the morning with Donald Noy trying to uh you know piece it together kind of pieces together like fix his armor and use right. some of it and kind of stretch some other armor out and make it. And it says, it says he looks like when he comes out, he's like about to, about to burst. Yeah. It looks, it looks like it's a sausage that's been like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like overcooked burst, ready to burst or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he comes out, uh, Sir Alistair kind of wants to see how good he is, you know, yeah. uh, put a sword in his hand and, and, uh, ask Calder to, uh, to take him on. And something interesting about Halder, he's, uh, he's, he's a blacksmith. Pretty, he is a blacksmith. Yeah. yeah. Former, you know, kind of worked in the, Strong, huge. And he's pretty dude. good because yeah. John says, uh, hey, he says he's 16, tall and muscular, and his blows were as hard as any John had ever felt. Yeah. Yep. yeah he says, this will be uglier than a horse ass, Pip <laughs> muttered. And it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> See, I will say, you know, sometimes we talk about Gurr's writing, and yeah. it is it, it is kind of talked about that Gurr, Gurr the character Gurr always kind of associates with himself is yeah. Sam. <laughs> yeah. And there's a huge uh, fan theory, Yeah, and I think it would actually be – the coolest way to actually do like the final epilogue of the show yeah. is that it's going to be Sam. Um, like Sam is a maester writing, right. have, having written down this history and yep. that, and that girl do a cameo as Sam Absolutely. as like an older Sam writing. And I do think, I really hope, I mean, unless they have something else amazing planned, I do think that would be a cool way to end it. Yeah. Um, regardless of what the ending actually is, like who John or yeah, sure, Daenerys, sure, all that sure, stuff, sure, it sure. would just be a cool. It would be a cool. It would be a very satisfying kind of like yeah, the telling of the story after the credits yeah. scene to end it. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought a lot about um, Gur when I was you know mm-hmm. listening to this just because of you know this yeah. character and and I yeah. wondered when well, is writing there just that this is like as you said this is going to be uh, uglier than a horse's ass. Yeah, and it's just hilarious. A horse's ass. Uh, oh, sorry, whore's ass. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Pip was, you know, Pip is hilarious throughout yeah. the entire thing. So, 
Um, so the fight lasted less than a minute before the fat boy uh, was on the ground. His whole body was shaking. His blood leaked through his shattered helm and between his pudgy fingers. I yield, he shrilled. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, oh, Rast. That's the Rast, other character I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and something I just noticed here, you'd, you'd actually just made a joke about it too, and I'm sure actually this is the case, and I, I'm just realizing it here. Is you can really see Gurr's Tolkien influence here. I mean, I, I, I open my book, and I see Sam and Pip, and I'm like, uh, am, yeah. I, am I in the wrong book? I know, like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good call. Um, so now he's yielding, but Sir Alistair won't have it. You yeah, know? he won't have it. Um, he wants him back up on his feet, mm-hmm. um, and he basically instructs um, Halder. And actually, there's actually a, dude. There's actually a character. Funny that you say that. There's a character in, in Lord of the Rings called Haldir, okay. and he's a big deal. Actually, that people don't know that's a whole in the lot books, about. Right? That's in the books. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm not. He's I'm in the movie I'm not too, but people oh. don't. We mentioned his name like once, and people don't really even catch gotcha, it. But, yeah. uh, so Halder uh, is there, and. Um, so yeah, but he he doesn't want to beat him again, but he eventually has to like he takes the flat of his sword and doesn't he just like crack him across right. the ass, yep. you know, and just kind of like splits mm-hmm. the leather, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so just pretty, I don't know, it's a, it's a sad yep. little scene, you know, because yeah. he's whimpering and and doesn't want uh, yeah, and then this, to do with this and this is where John kind of steps in because he doesn't, you know, right. And then uh, on your feet, Thorn repeated, the fat boy struggled to rise, slipped and fell heavily again. Sir Piggy is starting to grasp the notion. Sir Alistair observed again. Um, Halder lifted the sword and uh, cut uh, cut us off a ham, Rast urged, laughing. Uh, John shook off Pip's hand, Halder enough. Mm-hmm. This is where, uh, you know, this is where, and sometimes I do feel like John does overstep. And this is why Sir Alistair kind of hates him. Yeah, because I mean, like as yeah. as as nice as it is, at 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 the same time, you do I do under you have to look at what Alistair Thorne's trying to do. I know, yeah, is like because I think he I would have called it off eventually. Yeah, because in the show, there's a different line here. Um, which one are you looking at? Like, yeah, so I'm just looking to make sure it's not here. So in the show. John says, I believe it, correct me if I'm wrong here, doesn't John say he uses the same line, there's no honor in beating a falling foe? And the, here they kind of leave it. Um, he says it's seen, it's seen the bastards in love, but I believe that that's when he says, like, isn't that, doesn't Alistair Thorne say to Jon Snow, he's like, do you think it's honor when, you know, you got wildlings on you? Isn't that in the um, show? In the show? Yeah. It might be in the show. It might be in the show. Yeah, I can't remember about about that, but uh, you might be right. And I, and I, and I would say... Um, we don't get as good as from John's point of view, but Sir Alistair could also be thinking this is a lordling um, who has come to, and they don't yeah. know why. They have, they no, have no idea, idea why. why. He literally just shows up. So before he takes his vows, he might want to beat the daylights out of him and say, like, is this really for you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, they need all these different men mm-hmm. uh, and, and things, but he needs to harden this guy uh, because they get attacked. You know, even yeah. if you're just a maester doing your thing, you know, you got to be ready yeah, because yeah, because a lot a lot of guys, even though they're not rangers, have the like, stewards will go north to go help cut down the haunted forest to bring wood up. So yeah, they, they keep it kind of at bay from approach right, a, a, you know, approaching the wall. And right. At mm-hmm. the same time, he is also if you're Alistair Thorne, you're seeing this lord, and you're saying, even still, even though he's big, because there are bigger, you know, there are bigger guys. Like even right now, I would take Robert Baratheon over just some, yeah, yeah, yeah. just you know, some guy. 
right? Like even exactly. the, even though he's like fat and overweight, because he's still a trained. Yeah, you you're a, you're guessing he's trained, and right? He's, you know, yep, you're right, you're right about that. So, um, but anywho, it it basically um, goes on for a bit, and John, as you said, over steps in, and it's uh, he's the bastard speaks, and the and the peasants tremble. <laughs> yeah, um, and he tra- he just reminds him that he's the master at arms here. Um, and, uh, let's see if this is where you said that, uh, the line comes in, uh, how do your Lord, his voice, he yielded, um, let's see, it would, oh, you're right. It would seem our bastard is in love. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. uh, show me your steel Lord snow. And this is where it doesn't, he put, uh, three guys on John. Doesn't yeah. He? And, he John, and John takes them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, well, and it's neat though that Pip, uh, jumps in, uh, uh, Am I saying is yep. that Pip? Yeah, and yep. uh, and Grin jump in as well, and so it's actually just to kind of even the odds, yeah. right? Um, he had taken two before, but he hadn't uh, taken three. Yeah, hadn't taken three. So, you know, um, yeah, Grin stepped up to make a third. Yeah, the yard had grown deathly quiet. Um, you know, and then then he asked, yeah. uh, and you do you do get this you get this cool kind of thing here between John and Halder. They're having like a little in like their back and forth where he's talking about Sir Roderick had taught him, you mm-hmm. know, he said he, he knows, he knows Halder is stronger than him. He said, frustrate him and he'll leave himself open. Yeah. And it's like the clang of steel echoed through the yard. It's just cool. Yeah. Know John, your foe. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that is really neat. Um, and each of them kind of, uh, you know, Gren had taken what John had mm-hmm. taught him, used it. He's standing his ground. Pip though is giving ground a little mm-hmm. bit, um, but still kind of trying to hold his own there. Um, and uh, yeah, they end up, you know, defending Samwell. Right. And uh and, and John takes them all out and so, you know, we're good. Um he gets nailed though in the shoulder. He does. He gets yeah. really hurt in the shoulder. Um pretty badly bruised. Can't even lift up his own hands to take his helm off and Sam helps him. Yeah. These 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 big pudgy fingers come over. Yeah. Helps him take his, you know, helmet off and I think he's just dumbfounded as to yeah. why why would you do this for me? Why would you help me like this, you know? Yeah. Um so, because then he says, "Yeah, my my name is Samwell Tarley of Horn." He stopped and licked his lips. I mean, I was of Horn Hill un- until I left. I've come to take the black. My father is Lord Randall, a bannerman to the Tyrells of Highgarden. I used to be his heir, as heir only. And his voice kind of trails off. Yeah, um, I'm John Snow, Ned Stark's bastard of Winterfell. Uh, and he says, uh, if you want, you can call me Sam, like my mother. You know, he's yeah. like, Sam's great. Uh, he says, and they say, Pip says, you can call him Lord Snow. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of they kind of just go in, and they're all just kind of introducing each other. And the, he says, right. why didn't you get up and fight? And Sam's like, I wanted to. I just, yeah, I couldn't. And I was, and the, the uh, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays Sam is, yeah, like perfect casting. Oh, he does a great job. Perfect yeah, because all casting. I can see is his face now. Yeah, and especially you season, know? especially season one, because season one it feels like the dialogue is John uh, much more directly taken from the books. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it, as it, as it goes on, they kind of they change some things. But season one, I will say to to me, the most you can definitely look at lines that are, I mean, directly taken from from the book. So that's super cool. Yeah, yeah. And finally, he gets right to it, and he says, um, explaining why he wouldn't get up, he says, I I fear I'm a coward. Yeah. Yeah. My Lord, uh, and it, my Lord Father always said so. Now, mm-hmm. I almost want me, that's something he's been told and told and told and told, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's more to Sam, though. It's yeah. just sort of like he's just repeating. I wonder if he truly believes 
maybe at this time because his father is selling these different things, but like he's going to, to grow and, and, you know, kind of come into his own here at the wall. Um, and yeah, that's uh, the effects of, of your upbringing, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I don't know. Cause he's not, he's not a coward to me, you know, he's, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Um, so, uh, John called after him. They go to the you armory. Know, yeah, yeah. He says tomorrow you're you're, you're going to do better. All that yeah. good stuff. Sam, you know? no, I won't. Yeah, I I, right. ne- I never do better. Right. Uh, they, they talk about him being a craven. I mean, this they're this, worried about that. They are because it's kind of a big deal. Like they don't want to the the uh, guilty through association type of thing. They don't want to be, you know, um, seen with this guy. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, and then life at Cla- at Castle at Castle Black um, followed certain patterns, and I thought this was kind of neat because it just goes over. Once we always, you know, at least last chapter in this one, we've seen them in the yard kind of fighting, and this takes us through like you know that's their either the morning routine or they've got chores to do after that, and um, they kind of get time to they, they spend with different people. So they'll go to uh, help with the stewards or the builders or to you know um, the blacksmith or, or, or what have you, the armory, right? So mm-hmm. he goes in with uh, Donald Noy, uh, and, and you know is helping him, you know, because he's a one armed. Uh, Smith, he was, you know, one of our trivia um, answers a few weeks he back. He was, yes. Yeah, and um, he's sharpening axes and different things in there uh, as well. You, you could also go to, like, Maester Eamon. Um, you could fetch, you know, um, different ravens and, and birds for him. Um, mm-hmm. Just where, yeah. He yeah, it's just kind of cool. You actually get everybody there. You get Bowen Marsh mm-hmm. um, with his counts and his inventories. Um, who else did I miss? Anybody else in there? They go over the uh, Lord Commander's Table. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and so. then I do think we, then we get this line here. He, uh, Sam, or John is thinking he wondered what Tyrion would have made of the fat boy, and then he remembers that line: "Most men would rather deny a hard truth than face it." That Orth yep. had told him. The world was full of cravens who pretended to be her- uh, heroes. It took a queer sort of courage to admit uh, to cowardice, as Samuel Tarly had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So that's that's. Yeah, he's thinking about that. Um, his shoulder is still sore, right? So mm-hmm. he, he kind of moves on just a bit. Um, let's see. Where where does he go back in? Is it th- this is where he goes back in and sees Sam sitting by himself, or does he go up to the wall first? Um, so the evening meal was almost done by the time he and Ghost no, reach the it? common hall. So yeah, they go yeah. to the common hall, and this is where Pip is kind of telling a story. And he doesn't sit down with his friends. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he, he sees sort of... Uh, he sees Sam. Yeah, he sees Sam by himself. Yes, sitting all alone and things. And they talk about this later, but I'm gonna talk about it now. Um, he didn't have the courage to sit down with these new friends. Yeah, he didn't have the courage to go talk to him. So he, even in that, even in just like right. sitting down and talking to new people, he decided to go sit by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, just sort of a you know timid type of guy. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, this is interesting. Is says the fat boys eyes widened at the sight of ghost is that a wolf mm-hmm. a dire wolf john said his name is ghost and he says ours is the striding huntsman so he he doesn't doesn't like shy away from he doesn't shy away from the wolf yeah it, although i will say in the audiobook um it does uh it does make it roy detrice the way he reads it almost makes it seem like he is kind of frightened of it yeah i don't think that he is though but i, I think, think he's intrigued that, by it i think he is he yeah. it doesn't it doesn't we don't get any of sam the way sam and you know sam's not worried about it at all right yeah absolutely um yeah so he's intrigued by by the dire wolf um he asked him if they kind of exchange you know um 
house, you know, history um, is a little bit. Yeah, 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 just a little bit. And there's, so there's, he just says ours is a striding huntsman. He says, "Do you like to hunt?" And then he starts to talk about why he hates. He hates mm-hmm. hunting. It's because his dad wanted to hunt him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyways, they decide to stand up and go outside, right? And he, um, <laughs> yeah. the round-faced, the round, fat-faced looked up at him suspicious. Why? What will we do outside? He's mm-hmm. always looking for like a trap or mm-hmm. looking for someone. Someone's going to pick on him or they're going to ask me to go outside and then they're going to make fun of me or they're going to do something to me or it's a setup, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, and he says just to talk. Have you yeah. have you seen the wall? You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I do like that line. He's like, "I'm fat, not blind." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course I saw it. It's 700 feet tall. Right. 700 feet tall. Yeah, uh, and then he talks about how cold it is and how he hates the cold. Um, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're both from the Seven Kingdoms, but two completely different uh, two completely different regions. Uh, places. He's yeah. from the Reach, and it's right. Where it's gonna, nice and warm. And High Garden is is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, House Tarly is um, that's their you know their liege their lord, liege lord. Yeah. yeah so okay um yeah so he mentions it must be warm where, where you come from etc when he first saw the salt the 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 snow he said um that he felt like you know it's it's nice to see and then he just, it just gets colder and colder and yeah. colder and, um, it's, and and they just they just go on and on and, and sam says i don't like this i don't like that he says are they gonna make me up go up there he's like right. i think i'll die <laughs> if i have to climb it he says there's a wench and they like the thing and he's like i don't like high places yeah yeah, and he's and then John says, "Are you afraid of everything?" I, I understand if you're so craven. Why are you here? Yep. And then this yep. is where Sam kind of tells him about you know about what his father, his, his father, and, and and what it was. It's a sad story, but it, the whole time they've they've probably been wondering like this just doesn't make any sense at all. Why is this guy here? He hates everything about this mm-hmm. place. Um, he wasn't brought by anybody. He just, I mean, he comes with his father's two men, and they, you know, he's come to take the black. Um, yeah. So, anyways, it was, uh, but this is interesting that he, as he starts, doesn't he just sit down and start crying for a second? Yeah. Yeah, he sits down in huge choking sobs, made John his whole kinda, body yeah, shake. Yeah, kind of laughs with him. And John tells him the story of how he found the newborn pups in the late summer snows, seemed a thousand years ago. Before long, he found himself talking of Winterfell. And this is, this is kind of interesting here with this John thing. Sometimes I dream about it. He's talking about Winterfell. I'm walking down this long, empty hall. My voices. Now my voice echoes are all around, but no one answers. So I walk faster, opening doors, shouting names. I don't even know who I'm looking for. Most nights it's my father, but sometimes it's Rob instead, or my little sister Arya, or my uncle. The thought of Benjamin Stark saddened him. His uncle was still missing. The old Baron sent out rangers. Uh, they talk about Corrin Halfhand going out to Finland, and then he says, "Do you ever find anyone in your dream?" John shook his head. No one. The castle is always empty mm-hmm. yeah so that is interesting because just look at this most nights is my father who dies mm-hmm. sometimes it's rob instead who dies yep and then he says my little sister aria or my uncle yeah so is what, what are you trying to say there Arya's gonna die i'm just i don't know i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying it's it, you know this is a dream that i don't ever see a lot of people talk about yeah, and him it talking mean about anything. he's having a reoccurring dream. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He keeps going back to Winterfell, and he's looking for something, uh, for someone. Yeah. You almost wonder. You almost wonder if this will come but back up later, and you find someone different. But here's know? something else interesting: is that, um, so th- you could read it like this: the Arya that John knows. So we have Rob. You have Rob die. So by the so, the Arya that John knows does does kind of die because mm-hmm. Arya is no longer this kind of sweet. I mean, by the. I mean, Arya turns into oh, yeah. this like hardened person, and she's transformed. Yeah, if it goes kind of the same way it goes in the show, 
Well, when he meets his uncle again, his uncle might be cold hands. Yeah. Yeah. If so goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> just say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, it's interesting. That's not the f- so that's the first. I think it's the first mention of Benjamin in this chapter, but mm-hmm. it won't be the last. Right. Uh, it actually ends, and it's <clears throat> he's really thinking about his uncle and what he would want to tell him when he returns. Right. And when he sees him, so we'll, we'll get there in a second. But uh, um, yeah, so he kind of goes on. They're they're sharing stories, um, and uh, yeah, it's always empty, as you said. Um, then, I mean, then listen. To this, then the dream goes on. Mm-hmm. Even the ravens are gone from the rookery, and the stables are full of bones that always scares me i start to run then throwing open doors climbing the towers three steps at a time screaming for someone for anyone and then i find myself in front of the door to the crypts it's black inside and i can see the steps spiraling down somehow i know i have to go down there but i don't want to i'm afraid of what might be waiting for Mm -hmm. me yep the old kings of winter are down there sitting on their thrones with stone wolves at their feet and iron swords across their laps but it's not them I'm afraid of. I scream that I'm not a Stark. This isn't my place. But it's no good. I have to go anyway. So I start down, feeling the walls as I descend with no torch to light the way. It gets darker and darker until I want to scream. Uh, he says, then he stops. says, that's when, I, that's when I always get awake. My skin is cold and clammy. Shivering in the darkness of his cell, Ghost would lay up beside him. Mm-hmm. Um do, and then he asked him about, "Do you dream of Horn Hill?" Right. So that dream. Yeah, I mean, we gotta. We gotta yeah, we gotta, you said. I mean, we gotta unpack it a little bit. I mean, he says, "I'm not a Stark. This yeah. isn't my place." But it's no good. He has to go down there anyways. And if he is a Targaryen, let's say, you know, and then he's he's not yeah. a Stark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he <laughs> so, would be a Targaryen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. But he still has to go down there. So he still has to potentially go down this this road of being. Stark because he he would still be half right like mm-hmm. he would be half yeah or what is what what awaits him down there you know right. what I mean what what is it he has to go down there and face mm-hmm. you know um, the kings of winter do not scare him yeah and there's more than the old kings of winter down there though and so right. the fact that he points out the old kings of winter is interesting because there's been Lord Starks for a well, while what else is down there that is not typic- that would not typically be down there Liana yeah yeah. Yep, and so he's going down there to uh, to face something for sure. So who knows what it could be? Yeah. Um, it's all just all just interesting. Yeah, it is. So now um, when you ask him about about uh, Hornhill, you know, he, uh, Sam basically his uh, mouth grew tight. He hated it there, and uh, he starts to kind of you know talk about uh, the Tarly family being bannerman to, to Mace Tyrell of of, of uh, you know, Lord of Highgarden and mm-hmm. Warden of the South. And uh, his father is uh, Randall Tarley, and he was the eldest son. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and basically, oh, it's neat mentioned that the that there's the two-handed great sword named Heartsbane, forged mm-hmm. of Valyrian steel, passed down from father to son for near five hundred years. Um, so Which makes little, also makes it older than ice that we know of. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is yeah. pre Aegon's conquest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Do you, isn't it kind of interesting that even for what we know of Lord Randall Tarly or in the in the books is um, it's just like knowing Mace Tyrell. It just seems like Randall Tarly is not the kind of guy who would think highly of like Mace Tyrell. Right. Yeah. Like there's just, sure. like I mean, in the show, I think I think the, the guy they have him play in the show uh, who plays Randall Tarly in the show is really good. He um, is. Just based on what we know of 
the um, hardness, the yeah, hardness yeah. of him, because that guy does a great job of of yeah. selling of selling that. And it's just when you think of that guy's character, it's like there's no way that guy would like think highly of you know of Mace Tyrell. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look at all the other wardens. I mean, so it's like you have Eddard Stark, who's you know a boss. Everyone thinks highly of Eddard Stark. You have uh, Tywin Lannister, and then you have you know so mm-hmm. these other guys, and then John Aaron was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mace Tyrell is actually kind of. Um, even by his own mother, called a bit of a fool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now and Cersei hates him. When you get the Cersei yeah. chapters in A Storm of Swords, when she's, uh, when he, it's like after he's after like Joffrey's dead, or yeah. maybe it's actually I think it's not not A Storm of Swords. It's the it's in um a feast, a feast for crows. Okay. Okay. So it's after like Tywin is dead and Joffrey is dead, okay. and so Cer- yeah. you get you're starting to get the, that's where Cersei's starting to have the dreams of like Robert and yeah. like, thoughts of of Robert. But what would Robert do in the situation? Yeah. yeah, and he's talking and like she knows he wants to be hand of the king, and like yeah. he, he he basically just doesn't come out and say it. And like it's just funny when she, he's just like, well, the realm must go on, and you know, yeah. all of this stuff. Well, and he, like, he, even early, even in earlier books, he kind of comes off as a bit of an like people all kinda, like an idiot and a jerk. Yeah, it's like, all the way yeah. the p- other characters reacting to him. So you know, it's yeah. just and the guy who plays him in the show, I, I like too. I think yeah, me too. Really, really good job of it. Me too. Now it doesn't mean that his sons aren't. Uh, you know, his two sons and then no, a, the, a daughter. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're pretty smart and, and clever, yeah. and you know. Uh, and whatnot. It's just, yeah, you gotta have one, you gotta have one of those. Uh, but I mean, he's warden of the south, though, I know. man. I mean, that, don't, I think only because don't forget that. Yeah, Robert was just like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyways, it goes on. Sam talks about basically his interest. You know that he loved to he loved uh, to listen to music, mm-hmm. make his own songs, wear soft velvets, um, play in the castle kitchen beside the cooks. Um, you just, I mean, on and on and on snatched, uh, mm-hmm. lemon cakes, blueberry tarts, <laughs> his passions were books. Um, does that say his passions were books and, and kittens I think and so. dancing, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, clumsy as he was. That's uh, just, I don't know. I think we'd be good friends. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he grew ill at the sight of blood. Uh, he wept to see a chicken slaughtered. It just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. They did everything they could, the the, ma- the master at arms, to try to turn him into this uh, this knight that his father wanted him to be. You know, um, he was cursed and caned, um, slapped and starved, and uh, you know he had to sleep in his chainmail. He had mm-hmm. um, he had to wear his mother's clothing at one point. You know, they tried to shame him into being a better, you know, more of a a uh, manly I man, mean this I one's guess. weird. He said uh one one time two men came to the castle warlocks from Carth with white skin and blue lips. Yep. Who's that? Right. You know. They slaughtered a bull's uh you know or a bull oryx and made me bathe in the hot blood. But that yeah. didn't make me as brave as they'd promised. Yeah, he actually got sick to, sick and wretched, but I do wonder if there were any effects or something or if that because who knows what they were actually doing. Yeah, you know who knows what they were actually like, doing. Like those are the warlocks. Yeah. So, um Anyways, so it was after that, um, his mother has like three girls, and then finally a son is born uh, to Randall Tarley. So he basically, that from that point forward, ignores Sam, and he gets these years of freedom. Where like his younger brother is trained, and his younger mm-hmm. brother is, you know, probably kept away from Sam a mm-hmm. little bit too, you know, and his sisters. So he could be just raised to be this uh, knightly type of right. guy, you know, and. Um, yeah, eventually, the year before, or is it the year before, or when he becomes a man, mm-hmm. um, he, his father, like, approaches him, and he's done with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you believe this? Like, and he he wants it to be sort of, yeah. you've got to, you got to think Sam's mom has to know something happened, because, right. 
you know, uh, he's brought out to the woods. He's led out to the woods to meet with his father, uh, where he's basically doing what we see in the TV show that right. Tywin's doing, which is cutting, uh, gutting a deer and, right. you know, and, yeah. and, and things like that. And uh, tells him that he's got to um, take off for, you know, Castle Black. And, yeah. and the Night's Watch or take I'll, Black. Or I'll hunt you. Or I'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah. He says, he says, um, You've given me cause to dis- uh, give me no cause to disown you, but neither will I allow you to inherit the land and title that should be Dickens, which yeah. is the dumbest name. Dickens, <laughs> yeah, Dick and Tarly. Yeah, <laughs> it's also just funny it, in the show. Braun is like, like, is like, are you serious? Like that's your, like that's your, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so, anyways, there's, there's that. But it's it just, it's just interesting. That I, I keep thinking his mom has got to know. Like, there's right. no way he would want to go there. Absolutely. You know? I mean, why didn't he send him to the Citadel? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To become a maester. Yeah. Like, why send him to the night? Why, why take the black? Yeah. Especially that as... That seems kind of cruel, doesn't it? It is, especially as a... Sub- I think maybe it's because he's a southerner. So I was about to say the same. Yeah, he's too close. As in the north, in the north, it's, you know, you would say, you would do it because, well, you're from the north, you man the wall. Here, yeah. it, it's... In the north, there's almost like this a pride thing for it, where it's like, oh... We man the wall, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it is an honorable thing to do, and some guys choose. I mean, obviously, well, we don't know entirely why Benjen went, but that's at least like the general idea, right? Is Benjen the Starks have always manned the wall? There's like this honor thing for it. in the South. It's like a total, like I'm disowning you. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna go where it's cold and rot. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just pretty. I also think that the reason he didn't send him to the Citadel is because he's too close to home yep you know and that's right that's like right next door for that yeah it is so it's just it's not it's not too far from it's not far enough mm-hmm. you know so uh, but he's concerned about what is what his lady wife would would think he doesn't want to displease her and so he does love her yeah. and stuff even though he's this hard guy and right here so just, you know there is your choice the night's watch he reached inside the deer ripped out its heart and held it in his fist red and dripping or this chimney christmas yeah. Do you think his dad would have actually done it? Yes. Wow. I do. I absolutely do. Yeah, I think he would have too. And I think Sam knows that too. You know, as much as he's much effort as he's put into trying to, you know, turn him into you know someone he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and good for Sam. Don't be someone who you, who you're not. Be who you are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Embrace. Um, you know your you know, I don't know. Yeah. His his bookishness, right? You know. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of it. So then they go back to the, they get kind of, they said, John said, let's go back to the Great Hall. There's hot cider to drink. Yeah. But now this is interesting. I think the, um, yeah, there's, there's hot cider to drink, uh, mulled wine, if you prefer. Some nights Darren sings for us in the mood. If the mood is on him, he was a singer before. Well, not truly, but almost uh, an apprentice singer. Um, and he asked how he came here. And <laughs> I just thought mm-hmm. this is kind of cool. Lord Rowan of um, Golden Grove found him in bed with his daughter. The girl was two years older, and Darren swears she helped him through her window, uh, but under her father's eye, she named it Rape. So here he is. Mm-hmm. So uh, these people who come north, you know, they're not all rapists and right. things like that. Sometimes it's situations like this where, like, they didn't expect that to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they did nothing wrong, really, um, other than... Yeah. Try to you know dance, or with he's the, telling a lie, or he's lying, right. or he's lying. But we'll but take him at his word. I we'll, kind of yeah. believe that he's one of John's boys. Yeah. So I think if he's he's on the good side for me. Yeah. But um, so well, kind of, you know. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was that was interesting. So um, um, yeah. And then when Maester Eamon heard him sing, uh, he said his voice was was honey poured over thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, John smiled, you know. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I'm sure, the I'm sure there are there. people that like, oh, I stole to feed my family that are at the wall. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I totally. That's a. I mean, I. I, know, very, I, I believe. Him. I, I kind of believe yeah, him for sure. I do but too. Yeah. I just think when you hear he's a raper, you know, or he's yeah. a thief, or he's whatever, yeah, I kind of think you know, Gur doesn't just let that, you know, remember who's saying it. Right. Remember, mm-hmm. you know, where this person came from. So it's never just. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's layers to it. Mm-hmm. So okay. Um, and then Sam admits that he'd like to hear both of them sing. He kind of goes on. He makes a joke. I think uh, who was the other person he said was was singing or tried to sing from time to time? Uh, Pip. Um, no, 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 no. Toad, Toad sometimes sings too, and Pip says his voice uh, sounds like uh, piss poured over a fart. <laughs> uh, it just, yeah, yeah. So they head back in, and I think he, you know, he's feeling good about John, and recognizes that John's kind of the leader of this group. Yeah, you know, and has a chance to really, mm-hmm. you know, go in here and sit with these guys. So, um, let's see here. The others were still in the common room when John returned alone, but the for others. Ghost. The others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where have you been, Pip asked. Um, talking with Sam, he said. Uh, he truly is Craven, said said Gren. At mm-hmm. supper, there would still be, um, there were still places on the bench when he uh, got his pie, but he was too scared to come sit with us. So as I yeah. mentioned earlier, like, it's just... Yeah, the Lord of Ham thinks he's too good to eat with us, uh, suggested Jaren. Yeah. Not even close, man. Mm-hmm. That's not even close. He wants to sit with you guys, but he just... You know, and then John, they start making noises and making fun of him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And John is the one who tells him to put an end to it, stop mm-hmm. it, knock it off. And um, you basically they they develop. This is where they develop the plan to kind of protect right. Sir yep. Piggy. You know, yeah, Sir Piggy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then Rast is the one who doesn't want to go through with it. Yeah, you girls do as you please, Rast said. But if Thorn sends me against Lady Piggy, I'm gonna slice me off a rasher of bacon. Yeah. And then hours later, as the castle slept, three of them paid a call on his cell. And uh, this is where John, you know, they open open him up and or open up. Yeah. Wake him up, I should say. Right. And uh, say, remember, we know where you sleep. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghost goes in there, kind of gnaws on his neck a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next morning he says that he you know, cut himself with a razor blade. I just think it shows you that, like, John is willing to follow through on his threats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember, I mean, is that is is, this, is his name Rast in the show? I don't think it is. I think it's someone someone else. He's they, kind of like a blended character. Yeah, of like they, two they take a couple yeah. of different people and put them together. I think. Yeah. I think. But I like that, that. Yeah, that guy. Like that guy they wake up to, and then it, he's same thing where Alistair sends him out, and he's just like, no, ain't right, do it. right for sure. So now there's some neat stuff here right at the end. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, before he had found the nerve to join their talk, uh, but in time, this is talking about Sam. He was laughing at Pip's faces and teasing Gren with the best of them. Mm-hmm. So just such a nice, he's, he's one of the boys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? One of the boys. He gets to come over and sit down and, and have a good time. So he's fat and awkward and frightened, um, but he was no fool. Uh, one night he visited John's cell, and he says, uh, I don't know what you did, but I know that you did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looked away shyly. Um, I've never had a friend before. Yeah. And John says, we're not friends. Yeah. We're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's yeah. just it's just really cool. It's it's a cool moment because, and he, he goes back to think, you know, like he goes, as after Sam leaves, he's like, I truly, these are my brothers. Yeah. You know, even though I had Rob, Brand, and Rick on, he was never really one of one them. One of them. And he was never really allowed to be. And mm-hmm. even though he was they closest showed him with Arya, I mean, yeah, 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 he actually might have been closest with Arya out of all of them. Yeah, really. Even though I know he spoke with Rob quite a bit, and they were still close, right? Um, but the one, the person who truly embraced him through and through was Arya. I mean, mm-hmm. she didn't see him as a half brother, mm-hmm. you know. And 
so for him to come up here and just be accepted and for all of them to come from different walks of life and accept each other, I think that's why the Night's Watch is so cool. You know, it's why we have Take the Black as our, yeah. as our, as our, our tier on Patreon, just because it's like, that's where it's at, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they are, um, you know, they're guarding the realm, yeah. you know? So I don't know. But um, he thinks just at the very end there um, that his uncle spoke truly. And he's whispering this to Ghost. He wondered if he would ever see Benjamin Stark again to tell him. Yeah. And I think that's more of a, his uncle told him some of these truths about the about the wall and the right. Night's Watch, but also the Brotherhood. Yeah, it is, it is a Brotherhood. Because he kind of scolds him at the end. He's like, these are my brothers. Right. You know, like, this is where I belong. And he mm-hmm. kind of really lets him know that, like, you know, although you're blood and although you're my nephew and things like that, this is, these are my yeah. brothers. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It's diff- It's just. It's really neat. So yeah. So there you go. That's the. Uh, that's the end. Uh, yep. Essentially, it's just that nice little connection to Benjamin and such a good introduction to um, Sam. To Sam that yeah, uh, who becomes a huge character. I don't think he has any POVs in this book, but he does. Yeah. Later. So yeah. So yeah. So all right. Next week we're in Eddard six. Wow, we go right back to it, don't we? We do. Because, yeah. yeah. Eddard, John, Eddard, and real, real quick, um, just because I kind of want to, because because I found this theory the other day. This is kind of a so next week, uh, Eddard six. It's where we're, we're going to be talking about. Uh, it's where Eddard goes and finds Gendry or Gendry. Okay. And I found this theory, which I thought was super cool, and so I thought maybe I would go ahead and tease it now. Yeah. Um, and this I think is much, much, much more of a showism. Um, and remember, remember when Cersei is talking to Catelyn when she goes up and she visits Bran who's like fell yes and she talks about how she had this baby and it had black hair it was just like roberts and they took it away from her yeah right so there are people suggesting that it could be just a total showism is that what if gendry was actually cersei and roberts like actual son yeah which would then make him the like true legitimate heir to, wow. the, to the iron throne because robert actually won it and then he would actually yeah. and then Cersei and him were married, so it would actually make him the actual, like, legitimate heir yeah. to the throne. Because even though it's probably going to be John, right? Because the yeah. Targaryens are going to come back, but right now, as it stands, it is still. Well, I guess Cersei kind of took it as the you know. Yeah, the, yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. that yeah. weird Lannister claim that you have going right now, right? Yeah. But as far as the Baratheon side is concerned, Gendry, even in the books right now, it's, even in the yeah, it's yeah, Tommen. So right, yeah, yeah. So well, and. I'd have to go back and look at that. I'd have, I, I, I definitely have to go back and look at what the books say about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I thought because they kind of talk about it, but it seemed I thought she had well, like, lost versus died. She right. lost a child versus her child died. Right. It's a different thing. So um, like lost sounds like a miscarriage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or even if the child was born and then was like stillborn or something. Yeah, lost in life or what? Maybe who knows? Sometimes that baby is just taken away, and I don't know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's interesting because she, yeah. And it's just a theory I hadn't heard. I haven't heard that either. Because I've definitely so, heard that, well, maybe they'll legitimize Gendry. Right. I'll have to go back and or something, but. pay more attention to what it says in the books. Because remember we at the beginning of this whole, we were talking, we actually, had, you and I had a discussion about yeah. Plus, show versus book on right, this. Right, yeah. Trying to figure and it out. Have to, but I will also say, just so yeah. we, I just want to tease it so I'm, maybe people talk about it in the group. Yeah. Because um, I want to definitely talk about it in the group. Is when Gendry talks about his mom, right? He doesn't really remember her or whatever. He just remembers like this blonde haired woman from the taverns. And we know that Cersei used to 
disguise herself and go into like the taverns for things. And so wait, say that again. Yeah. So like, so remember like, like when Cersei, like she disguises herself to go into like taverns and okay. like that, when like she's hooking up with Osmond Kettleblack yeah, 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 and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay, okay. But okay. then, but then there's points, there's a point where Gendry is saying, um, like all I really remember about my mom was that she was this like, Kind of, he says like I think she's like a blonde-haired woman. And like I remember at this like tavern or something. Wow. Yeah. So okay, I, I saw a theory. It was on YouTube. I will. Yeah, no, I fine. will find it and I'll post it in the group. That's not. I just and see, a, and uh, see what everyone thinks about it. And so I'm kind of paraphrasing here on it. So you know. Yeah. No, I, just saw gonna, other, yeah. I just saw it the other day. Don't and hold I was like, you super to. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. You. I don't want to be quoted as saying anything. I'm yeah. I get. <laughs> but I just. I, not, I, I, not on record, but right. on the podcast. Yeah. It's on the podcast. So I will find it and I'll post. I will post it in the group because. It was just super interesting. I just had not thought of that. Gotcha. So anyway, so that's what we'll be talking about next week. Okay, cool. And actually, real quick, and just to, if people want to go take a look at where this is at, like it's when she's talking to Eddard Stark in the book about possibly aborting a child that um, presumably uh, by Robert using Moon's Tea. Uh, it's in Game of Thrones chapter 45. That is, and that's the chapter where Ned is confronts her, Confron- right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, yeah. Did, yeah. Right. Well, did somebody save that child? Right. You know, yeah. Okay, okay. Because there's also in the show, there's the scene where Robert and Cersei are talking about their right. marriage. Exactly. That is only in the show. Yeah. Um, and they talk about like. And this is where I got it reversed. Right. Because yeah. She in the show is very much like that's she did love him. Right. You know, and she she in, in, in the beginning wanted to have this son for him. Right. You know, where in the book, it's like totally the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. She says, like, I was still always going to be with like with Jamie. Right, yeah. Well, actually, I think it's the first time that, that he ever, even, like, even when he tries to consummate them, isn't when he, yeah. like, he just says Liana's name and stuff, and it was from it there. Was, it, was it was just over. done. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's nothing there. So, anyways, yeah, It's if you want to, we'll take a look at that. Game of Thrones, chapter 45. See if you can go um, read up on that, send us some some quotes, or maybe raving about it mm-hmm. as we as we discuss it. Yeah, for all uh, Friday, because we'll, we'll have it all read for then. So. Yeah. So, anyways, okay, all right. I think that is uh, that's it there. Let's jump into uh, send a raven. Uh, each week we kind of go over maybe like an origin story or mm-hmm. a short raven. Uh, most of our ravens are saved for follow up Friday, but uh, we always do at least one or two here in the main show. Uh, if we can send those to uh, btkcast at gmail dot com and uh, have your raven read on the show. Uh, this week we have uh, Lady Regine, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she kind of sent us her origin story here, and so I thought we'd. We'd read it. Um, just uh, awesome friendship we've had with her, just getting to know her and things. Uh, someone, it's just so cool. Someone across the world, you know, that we get to interact with and uh, hang out with and, and talk to on the group and stuff. And she's uh, real knowledgeable and uh, has a lot of good insights into um, the series. Mm-hmm. So um, she says, well, this might seem uh, a little shallow, but in 2013, I had this boyfriend who, inter- who introduced me to the first season of the show, uh, and uh, you know he was like, uh, you're totally going to love this. So I, of course, uh, was reluctant to the idea of liking it, because a little uptight 20-year-old girl does not like to be told uh, what she is going to <laughs> like and not so and not like so uh, <laughs> reluctant to watch it i think right um she goes i watched two episodes with him and pretended i was uh not that convinced uh some days later he went on a trip to africa for a month and i binged through both season one and two by myself and discovered that my life got one level better because of game of thrones 
Uh, then I dumped him two months later. <laughs> and my uh, relationship with Game of Thrones has only grown stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that's a hilarious, you know, story. So don't try to tell Regine what she's going to yeah. like or not like. Okay, uh, she'll come to it in her own time, and then she, then she'll, or she'll, she'll dump you if, if you. Yeah, do. I guess. So, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So anyways, uh, thanks, Regine. Uh, always nice to hear from you, and I uh, hope you're doing well. Um, next, I think we have another one here, uh, Sir Matt. This is long. We can kind of tag team this together a little mm-hmm. bit. That's cool. Uh, yeah. This is from Sam the Hammer, and uh, he definitely fooled me into um, believing this was a short raven. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a quick raven to share my origin story. Let me zoom in here. <laughs> <sighs> my eyes are getting a little, uh, you know. I turned 30. Everyone said when I when you turn 30, you'll be fine. Yeah, right. I think, yeah. I think, I think <laughs> line here. Like most of the previous respondents, my story starts with a foolish uh, peasant unwilling to look upon the fires and see the truth. Yeah. I get very little time to watch TV and am always generally reluctant to get into a serial uh, serial drama because I struggle to keep up to date with the series. I've missed every great TV series recommended to me from The Sopranos to Lost, The Wire to Breaking Bad, and most recently Westworld. Um, Well, I will say The Sopranos (laughs) is really good. Lost, eh. It's okay. The Wire is really good from what I've heard. I haven't watched Breaking Bad, and I couldn't get into Westworld. Dude, the only one of those I've actually seen is Westworld. I'm with him. I've missed all the other shows you're supposed to watch. Um, but the only time I tend to watch anything religion, uh, regularly is when I cook, but it's easier to work my way through box sets of comedies, which require less attention. For example, I am currently watching the first series of community. Um, FYI, there's a guy in it who looks an awful lot like childish Gambino. Yeah, I believe it's uh, the same guy, Donald Glover. <laughs> um, a few years back sometime after series five of game of Thrones aired, the box set became available and I had, uh, run out of anything I wanted to watch. I heard about Gurr and the Song of Ice and Fire series through friends, and some of the elements of the books appealed to me. I like stories with moral uh, ambiguity. I am a fan of Tolkien, and I have an interest in medieval history. I also like the fact that the book series was written with a finite conclusion in mm-hmm. mind, yeah. meaning that the TV series was likely to uh, going to have a strong story arc throughout seasons. Mm-hmm. It took me about a week to get through the first couple of episodes, and I wasn't a fan. There were some elements I liked, but a lot of the characters felt cartoonish, and the writers seemed to be going for shock value without substance. In hindsight, the opinions seemed... Um, Ridiculous, but in my defense, Jamie and Cersei could have been Disney villains based upon those two episodes. The Starks were seemingly invincible. Bran survived being pushed out of a window. Uh, and Catelyn survived a knife attack, all in the space of what seems like a day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. whenever the dialogue slowed down, someone got their tits out. Yeah. That's just pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah, season one, I will say, uh, of the show, especially the pilot, is so weird having to go back and watch it like yeah. the hound has like a total they all have different makeup and oh, hair yeah. and it's totally different yeah and season one it, there, i found this funny this funny chart um where have you ever seen how i met your mother uh maybe an episode okay well there's yeah. a chart in there that i can't i can't i'm sure people are screaming at me that i can't i can't remember his name but it's, yeah. it's the guy who plays doogie hauser okay uh, yeah neil patrick harris yep and he he has this chart and he's talking about like women and he's talking about like crazy versus hot oh yeah, like, yeah I've heard they, of that. they like yeah. they merge and he's like at this point like at this you point, should stop yeah. Like, yeah, yeah 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 and i i remember seeing this one that somebody <laughs> made like a similar one about game of thrones and it's like it's like it's like porn and plot and like, right, like as, as, as the plot like goes up like the the porn in the show like 
trails right. down. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I'm totally totally with you on, on some of the some of the stuff in the first season. Yeah. Uh, there were peripheral characters whose fate was so obvious that they might as well have been wearing a red Starfleet uniform. True. Yeah. Uh, I preserved to the end of the season, and although I started to understand the appeal, I never quite. Never quite got over those first impressions. Jumped forward a couple of months, and I came in late one evening from the gym. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I work out. I was full of adrenaline and unable to sleep, so turned the TV on to wind down. There was nothing on except a mid-season episode of Game of Thrones. I was still unsure of the show, but everyone was so insistent that I would enjoy it that I gave it a chance, so I thought this would be a good test. A normal episode right in the middle of the story with no predictable end of the season cliffhanger. (laughs) Oh, gosh, Mm -hmm. I I just saw a line ahead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, This was the meat and potatoes of the show, and I could give it a fair (laughs) try. The episode was Season 3, Episode 9, which I think is uh, quite infamous. Episode 9 is always... Well, and then episode six in, yeah. uh, in the final, in the most current final season, season seven, episode nine always seems to be the one where all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah. And this particular one, the reigns of Kashmir, better known as the Red Wedding. Within an hour, pretty much all of the preconceptions I'd had about the show were ripped apart, and almost every character was in a completely different position to what I had uh, arrogantly assumed after watching the first season. Rob and Kat were dead, Sam was still alive, and Arya and the Hound had formed the most unlikely buddy film duo since Turner and (laughs) Hooch. Uh, I then restarted the series from the beginning, paying much more attention, seeing the subtly and and foreshadowing make it a completely different show in my mind, and I gorged on the series for the next couple of years, rewatching it several times. Between seasons six and seven, I started to get interested in predictions and fan theories, and that led me into a world of the wiki and Reddit and understanding more about the book series. I just wanted to know more about the books, so decided to fi- uh, find podcasts and listen to in a long dry spell between season seven and eight. I found a few, um, but the ones based on the show had little say in between series, and the ones based on the books had been around for such a long time that they were too deep in. They had become uh, insular and self-referral, or self referential mm-hmm. your cast came along at just the right time i discovered it maybe an episode before you went purely a song of ice and fire and detailed uh, reread was definitely what i was looking for but my favorite has been my favorite thing has been follow-up fridays discussing is discussing the outlandish theories making a case for them and giving them room to breathe is what uh creates that community feel on the reddit pages i see so many posters get shot down because their theories have holes or uh contradict the mm-hmm. accepted consensus whereas yeah. the fun and interest for me comes from making a case for for and against them i don't yeah. believe half the stuff i send to you guys but the books are so rich that there's always a quote that will make you stop <laughs> right and wonder if you've stumbled onto some massive endgame theory <laughs> i couldn't believe it last week when uh Matt, Sir Matt uh, mentioned that a King's Landing bastard would be born a Waters. That suddenly changed my whole opinion on what was going on and opened up loads of possible rabbit holes to dig into. Yeah, um, Writing in and being involved in the show just adds to the enjoyment. I would strongly suggest that people get involved with the show and send in their thoughts and ideas. It is a great buzz when a new podcast is released and the title suggests one of your fi- one of your theories, questions, or drunken riffs is going to get read out no matter how half-baked the idea may be. And it is great to see different people's perspective and interest. Some people go really deep into the magic side. Sir Adam Parker likes structured, tied-up theories. I'm into the prophecies and foreshadowing and interconnections between them all. Regine of Ass 
Land uh, brings the <laughs> historical context, and the Ghost of Heron Hall comes in with great stuff on seemingly inconsequential details and characters that suddenly blow up and make you think, oh my god. Yeah. Not to mention Lady Kelsey or Robbie of Newcastle or anyone else. You guys set out to create a book club, and it's uh, those contributions that make it work. Uh, such is uh such as a such a long one do you really believe this would be a short wait uh, sorry it's such a long one did you really believe this would be a short raven no yeah should have known if you must know i am procrastinating to avoid packing next week and we are off to the kingdom of kingdom d magic to parlay with oh lord mike uh mike uh Michael of House Mouse. Yeah. 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 He's going to, yeah. 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 <laughs> I will be sure to let him know that Sir Matt and Sir Ezra send their regards. Yes, As always, please. I pledge my banner to you both. Keep up the good work, Sam the Hammer. Oh, man. First of all, let me just, uh, I just want to respond to your, to your last, your last segment there. And Sir Ezra and I cannot thank all of you guys enough. No, we um, really can't. Really. And I, we mean this quite, I mean, we would do this regardless um, and because yeah, we, we've, yeah. we've tried it, you know, we've tried it in the past. At one point we were doing just responses to the show yep. and things like that. But the show, is, I mean, I, we cannot stress enough just how much you guys sending us Ravens keeps the show fresh and makes it, it honestly makes it easy, very easy yep. for us yeah. because otherwise we would just have to come up with all these theories on our set on our own. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, uh, and that's why I've said like you guys have sent in, like, I mean, the ghost now is sending in like. Uh, passages and references to mm-hmm. you know the book and um, you've got uh, uh, Sir Gibbs you know back checking everything and you know right, getting yeah. some uh, some yeah. feedback on on stuff in the uh, Facebook group and Lord Adam Parker's theories are just yeah oh my good lord yeah, I mean, he's got so much research behind there, everything like, it's, it's it's daunting it's, but it's I mean it's amazing yeah it's, 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 it's utterly fantastic. it's utterly amazing and even when people send us short ones like, oh my god some of the short ones I'm like I have uh, never thought of that I'm like what because yeah. it, it it's there's so much to pull from. Yeah. Um, like, and it's, it's also like, where are you at currently? Right. It's like, you know, like right now I'm reading through Aria. It's like, so my mind is just kind of set in Aria stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, Sir Ezra, um, I feel like, I think there's, there's stuff that I'm like the characters I kind of go to. So I feel stronger in those characters. And I think there's characters you, like you surprised me because you're like, again, this is why a reread matters because Sir Matt has just blazed through this <laughs> series and, like there are characters that I haven't experienced in Storm of Swords for a long time. Absolutely, yeah. and I'm like, holy cow! Because every time I've started to do a reread, I get through, you know, Clash of Kings, and I start, you know, right. Storm, and I'm just kind of like, all right, cool. And then I might jump ahead or something. I don't know what it is, yeah. but around that middle part, I just kind of get uh, bogged down. Clash and of move Kings ahead, so. gets a li- Clash of Kings gets a little long. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So I'm, I, I would argue that Clash of Kings is, and when I say this, I mean it's still amazing, right? Oh, Clash it's amazing. of Kings. It's yeah. the I would say it's the worst book. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, you know, just because you're in the worst book of five amazing books, is not, I'm not saying no, it's bad or anything. I'm just I know saying, what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but really though, like like some of the like even Sam, you know, sending in some of his, you know, air quote here, half baked theory. I, yeah. They're not necessarily half baked. It, no. it depends on where you're at because you can find that one line as he says to justify your theory or to make you think of something, and it's fine. Somebody comes back with a counter and says like, "Well, you know, I well, mean, I this kind of contradicts other, that." The other but day, that's, that's the other the day we part. had that we had that Raven that was like three sentences long, and it was like, "Did did does Jamie and Sir Barrison know?" I know. And I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> do they know?" It was like it's literally like one question. It's like, "Do you think they knew?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." Like, well, when when we were thinking about um, and and the the way we the way we approached them is different too because. Yeah. True. Some of the ones that are more open ended are wow, but then the ones that are super detailed, it's like okay, they're drawing out their exact points, and 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 then it's a it's a great thing because I, 
when Sir Ezra and I, the way we kind of tell things and tell stories is different. Like I have yeah. all this build up. Like oh, yeah, when yeah, it just yeah. in general, we're talking You're about right. life. I set up all this context and build up. Yeah, yeah I'm 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 like that kind of person. Where it's like I want to draw like the most intricate possible. Like you're wrapping right. a present, the most intricate bow, and like you just you notice it all, and then you just pull it away, and then it's like, oh my gosh, there yeah, it is, and it's it set is. up. Yeah. It's, it's just different. Yeah, so that's true. You you got to stick with uh, yeah. Sir Matt for a bit because he's building to something, and then you're like, wow, yeah, there it is. Okay, yeah, but. I know, and so it's neat to get the different personalities coming through in the Ravens and, and what mm-hmm. they are interested in. Some people are really interested in the connections that he, um, like like later Regine, you know, like the connections to um, the War of Roses and stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Know? Stuff like I would never think of no, or have exactly. the time to research or... Yeah. So, um, just, yeah, so that's why a community is important. That's why we thought it was the best way to go because we don't have all the answers. Absolutely. Um, there's no person out there who, besides... Besides the man himself, yeah. uh, who knows what's going on, but the rest of us are just kind of like along to be entertained and have a good time and get immersed in this world. I mean, mm-hmm. there are days where I wake up thinking I'm a hedge knight. You know, I'm, I'm on my way into work yep. and I got a 40 minute drive and I'm just like, I'm on my horse, but it's a car and I'm just like mm-hmm. <laughs> enjoying uh, my time thinking about what it would be like, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's just great. Yeah. It's, and, it's fantastic. And, and like a lot of, a lot of YouTube channels and podcasts and stuff like that, like, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing or anything. You know, a lot of times they like pe- just creators in general. They they create something and then like the community kind of responds. Yeah. And so the community is is part of their show or whatever. I generally feel like the community is our show. Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, like we've got it, a whole it, day it, it dedicated I mean, to yeah. it being, you know, a place where you can kind of send us uh, ravens and get them read. And I'm telling you, if you think we're not going to read your crazy, rave, we might say like, wow, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But we're going to read it and put it out there, and then somebody else might be able to add to it and, and take it further, yeah. you know, or, or what have you. And and also, I think some people are afraid because, like, they want to send us a show theory. Go for no, it. No, absolutely. Because we are we are open to we'll that. We love to we'll, say if this is a show theory. And, mm-hmm. and then, basically, if you go show theory, I mean, screw Everything's on the table. Absolutely. I mean, you can do whatever you want with a show theory. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, those are fun. I'll entertain video game theories from that oh from my. that one video game, the <laughs> yeah. the Telltale one, House Forester. House Forester, man. I'll entertain it. What's going to happen with them? I don't know. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways, yeah. Thanks. I mean, Sam, we're really glad you said all that because that's that's honestly it means a lot to us, and and uh, we are. We're proud of this book club. We're, we're proud of, you know, what we're yeah. doing and we're, we're excited for what's coming, you know, and, and everything. And it's just uh, yeah. completely immersed. And, and, and with, with the show, the way we, the way we structure it is we, so Ezra and I, because we always obviously talk about like, you know, what do we want to do? How let's plan things out. We, we look at the, the bit, I guess you could say it like the business side of it, but the production yeah. side of it. Yeah. And we kind of realized um, sometimes when we look at the numbers, like, man, sometimes we feel like, Fallout Friday might be bigger than the main show. I think. I think yeah, sometimes yeah, it has yeah, been. And for so, sure. And so it's just interesting. We hadn't planned this. But we were talking about this the other day. Is, um, you know, the main show comes out on Monday, and so it's at the beginning of the week. It's that yeah. more structure thing, and then Friday comes out. Fallout Friday's on Friday. Yeah. It's like end of the week. Like, yeah. have you a drink? Have, you know. You and know. we hadn't. We hadn't. We had not. Like, we had not. No, we didn't think. We had not, not thought of it because originally we were going to post the show on Sunday, and then we were like. I don't know. Everyone always posts on Sunday. Let's do it on Monday. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, you know, it just happened. Like totally just happened. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. It's that, that feel and format on Fridays is loose. And, and if you go and, and follow up Friday started because we had so many people write in theories Absolutely. that we were like, well, let's just do a like a, you know, a lot of people do like fan mail. Right. Friday. But this isn't 
you know, no, this isn't fans. These no. are our, these are our bannermen. These That's are right. Our, these are our fellow lords and ladies. Exactly. Exactly. You know that, what I mean? We, yeah. we, we're, we, it's not like, it's not like, oh, we're, we're, we're just mere heads. Yeah. Knights we're just head knights, guys. We're not, we're not like these high lordlings, like demanding things. Now you the know. realm may we, need a hedge knight. Yeah. The realm may need a <laughs> We ride into, like we're riding, we're in this together. Right. Okay. We may take someone the darkness, on in single combat. The but. darkness that is the wait until season eight is upon us. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We we rally and we ride together. Yeah. Yeah. It is great. It is it great is. because we kind of have this group. The going winds forward, of winter right? are coming. I know. I know. Uh, you, th- you think about like the two of us on horses just riding forward, right? And yeah. then and then we got somebody else joins us. <laughs> yeah. Another over there comes from the west. Someone from the south. We meet people going north. And yeah. It's like we're driving north, and just like people keep getting yeah. behind it and like telling telling stories. You know, making plans. You mm-hmm. know, battle plans. How are we going to approach this next season or this next book? You know, it's just yeah. It's so freaking awesome. Because when winds of winter, when the winds of winter comes. It's gonna be a, a lot. Oh, oh yeah. It's oh, it's be gonna, you guys are changing. Flooded with stuff. Just be ready. Hold on to your horses, and yeah. uh, you know it'll be time. So, okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, wow. Got all excited there. Um, now, okay. Let's move on to man the wall. Uh, some updates here uh, for those of you who are new patrons, and um, you know we just uh, mm-hmm. actually we actually just changed a couple things on the Patreon page. Um, basically, we're gonna be doing knighting ceremonies upon people's request, right, just because. Yeah. We've got a lot of people who are just like maesters. They just want that tier for the rewards, uh, other rewards. Because right. we have like two to three in each thing. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, look, if you want that one, you know, uh, knighting ceremony thing, hit us up. Right. Send us your words. It's better when we have your your house words and your region and things like that. So those will be just upon request. And we get, yeah. we just actually, we were sitting on the show and we just got a new patron. So yeah. uh, as we were, we, were, we were recording. So shout out to uh, that person. But um, it was, it's, uh, oh, yeah, of course, uh, Sir Matt's going to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lady Paula. Lady Paula. Lady yeah. Paula, yeah. yeah. So, so shout out to you. Um, but uh, if you had, um, so, so we have a couple, we actually are formatting a new mm-hmm. shirt. I'm working with Sir Matt right now on working on getting like a, a different type of shirt going here soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a bunch of shirts though. We're sending those out. Those are actually, so if you're listening on Monday, the shirts have been sent to everyone who is, uh, who, who, who needed one. Um, we also, oh, I got behind on sending out the prizes too. So that's my fault uh, yeah. because of the move. And then the right. start of the school year literally was nuts and uh, didn't have a chance to do that. But those have all been sent out now. So we're up to date um, as of the 27th. Mm-hmm. So we should, uh, August 27th. So we should be good there um, moving, moving forward. We have a better system now i think to kind of get stuff sent out uh, pretty quickly so if you want to sign up uh and support the show on patreon.com forward slash bend the knee um that would be fantastic uh sir matt and i uh would love that and really appreciate Absolutely. it and it just makes you know even there uh we're posting things like uh oh my gosh what are we um wow that's coming dance up dance dragons like, next week it's coming dance up. of dragons yeah we have to do the yeah. black council um and we have other we have other ideas and for then we after that after that yep we have the green dreams hedge knights Series. After, after that, we're doing going through the three Dunkin' Egg books. I'm really excited to go back I and do those. Too. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've probably read those. <laughs> I like, listen to those weekly. Like to be honest, at this <laughs> point, I, just, I figured you did. Oh my god. Well, yeah. The way I have it kind of structured now is so um, Monday, I typically listen to uh, the stuff to get ready for the next week. So yeah. the World of Ice and Fire and Game of Thrones. Gotcha. Then it's like Tuesday. I typically listen to I, I re-listen to one of um, the hedge knight or the Dunkin' Egg books. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I just kind of plow through like whatever character characters. So right now I'm an Arya yep. and I just, I just finished storm of swords with Arya. Yeah. 
That's pretty awesome. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Unfortunately, know. right now, you know, as I'm still employed for two weeks before I move and yeah. have no job besides this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, I, the job I'm at uh, currently, I can uh, listen to podcasts like all day. So yeah. it's kind of nice. That's nice. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, so yeah, anyways, hit us up there. We've got more content coming for you, obviously. And uh, we'll, we'll have even more when uh, Fire and Blood drops and things. So we have some exciting stuff going on there. But uh, we're going to update. We're going to send you guys um, an image soon of the updated, um, just a, just an easy one shirt that we wanted to send out to different people for that for that tier. So we've got our, we're already working on our, our, our December package. Uh, we've mm-hmm. already been game, uh, planning for a big Christmas package to you guys on on uh, on patreon so yeah so yeah we're, yeah, we're working that. on we're working on a on a shirt we may do shirts we may do something else but uh we definitely do have a new shirt design that we're piecing together yep. so that may be the, that may be the one i'm a big fan of it yeah i am too i am too so alrighty, all right this so that is it for me in the wall i think uh unfortunately it is time to say farewell We want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we will be discussing Chapter 27, Eddard 6. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com. We will see you in a week, and remember that winter.